Hello, hello, hello. We had a PGA golf tournament this past weekend. The Hawaii swings in full effect. We'll be talking some golf. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Good Joe. Joe showing off his sticker collection. What is that? What do you got going on? You got all kinds of shit going on there. Are you on mute? Yeah, you're on. I'm mute. on mute. I just there had the go. VGN stickers on my desk. Oh so lord! Oh yeah, some some hot new VGN stickers. Mm, yeah, some holographic sticker mule action. Hot off the press. If you need a ten dollar discount code, hit me up. Hit me up first, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? How's it going? Good. How you doing? Going well. So, uh, how much golf did you watch yesterday? Just curious. I didn't watch much at all. Me neither. Yeah. It was really weird. I, I I watched a lot on Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday, the Raider game was on, and that was a bust. And uh, so I turned it on and watched a little bit there. And I was like, Colin's got this in the bag. And then yesterday, I see on our, our text chat on, on Instagram, they, I don't know if it's Adam that posted, uh, Colin's losing this. And I was like, wow. You know, I just, last time I looked, he had a five-shot lead. Goodness, boy, did that man have a lump in his throat because he choked. Well, mm-hmm. club, club Pro Guy's letter to Colin John was really good. You see that? No, yeah. I did not. Oh, yeah. It was like he wrote a letter to Colin Morikawa congratulating him on the win, and <laughs> then he crossed out all the Colin. Like, Colin crossed out and wrote John, <laughs> and, then, and then he crossed out paragraphs <laughs> saying, this doesn't relate to you. Like, don't forget this par- paragraph. It was really good. Oh, I'll have to look at that. He's got some funny stuff, man. <laughs> so I, I, as much as I enjoy this tournament because, you know, it's, it's Kapalua and, and it's fun to watch. They, they don't show a lot of the front nine mm-hmm. on the True. telecast. They True. always show the groups as they're leaving 10. So some of the really good holes don't get a lot of TV time. They, they show some. Not, I mean, it's not like, they don't show any. They show some. They show the eighth, the par three a lot, and the ninth. Um, but there's some really cool holes before that that just don't get a lot of TV time, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Having that field with that good of players playing that course, it just it doesn't seem like it's a challenge anymore. I mean, this is how many years in a row the scores have just been ridiculous. And yeah. I mean, there was, I guess there was some drama because Rom played, I mean, he played great that last day. And, and, and I said in the text chat, I go, you know, on 14, 15, and 16, Rom was three under and Morikawa was three over. That's a you know, six-shot swing over three holes. Yeah. And those are three holes. I mean, drivable par three, uh, can get there in two par five, and a very short, basic par four. But that's one of the cool things about Capilou is like someone can come from behind if they're playing well. That's what makes that place awesome. The tournament, because you can you can come back and score. But it wasn't exciting enough for you to tune in. Well, I was doing other stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It just it it seems like it needs something to punch it up a little bit. To give it a little bit more. I mean, I love a US Open when it's you know, one under, two under wins. And you've got, you know, 10, 15 guys at even 
that anything can happen over the next three holes and just to mix the leaderboard all up. I think that type of challenge for, you know, the best players of last season, um, just a, a bomb it. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it's a resort course. I mean, I, I kept on hearing Cal say that on his show. Resort course, like, resort it, course, resort course. I, I don't think of that place as a resort course. But the fairways are big. But they're, they're big because of the layout. Uh, I mean, if that place was tight, nobody would go there. Yeah, I mean, I mean the tour yeah. wouldn't even come there. It, it, would, it would just be ridiculous. Um, so as far as resort course goes, I guess you could say, you know, because it's more playable, it's more friendly. Um, I don't think the a tournament for the best players of the previous year needs to be held at a course that is, you know, easy for tourists. Yeah, I don't know. You could go either way with that. It's like, you know, let them light it up or, you know, a lot of people want to see birdies and on on the green and two on par fives. Like a lot of people love to see that. Um, I mean, we might be 20% of the, the golfing public that watches golf that wants to see like them shoot over par, you know, maybe. I just think it would be more entertaining. Let's put these, let's put these guys to a real test. You know, let's, Hey, you earned this. We're going to make you prove it now. Let's, you know, let's, we're going to challenge you. I mean, I could see that, but I, I just don't, I don't think the century tournament of champions is a spot for that. Like it's not a major, you know, it's, it's those guys are 50 points. It's, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, you know, like a, like a bonus to to go play Kapalua and like you bring your family, you hang out, you enjoy your time there. It's not super stressful, you know, with no cut field. Like, I don't know. It's not like the U.S. Open where you're like trying to grind it out. It's like you're in Hawaii, like you earned your spot here. Like, have fun playing golf. You're not here to grind it out. In eighteen inch rough, you know. What I don't do you know, think, Jeremy. I could see it either way. Is what I'm saying, but. I think like if you if you were working, right? If you were a working person yourself. <laughs> what? What? I, I oh wow. If you actually had a job, you we're know like swap, we're gonna swap jobs for one day. And you're gonna be you, like, please let me go back to Green Valley, right? Please let me go back to work. <laughs> do you want your end of the year bonus to be like Super hard, like mechanical, like grinding year, under a. This is not an end of the year bonus, but it kind of is because there's no cut. You're guaranteed to get a paycheck because you won last year. You won last year. Yeah, you I, won your I, way into this place. You are it's guaranteed still a money. Golf tournament, though. It's still a that golf is, tournament. but I mean, but how much does it really matter in the scheme of things? Uh, Five hundred fifty points. It uh, does millions right? of dollars, it and matters. that's the bonus. That's the bonus. You won last year, so you have an easy out to grab some points at the beginning of the year and play no. an easy course, if you will. The the easy out was Xander withdrawing after the first round and still getting a paycheck. That was the easy out. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bonus. It's not like but he didn't you're get any here. Points. You know, you were you were three D printing a bunch of fucking teaspoons for the tea factory around the corner. You know, it's and you got to 3D print more teaspoons. No, it's you don't have to 3D print. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it's it's like a bonus. It's like a bonus check. That's what it is. And that's how I kind of look at it. Like if I had a good year last year and I I met my quotas and everything, like I don't want to have to grind out another sales order. I want to collect a bonus check. And that's what this is, really, in my oh. opinion. What do you think, Jeremy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel the same way as Joe, but I also sort of, I don't know. It's just that tournament's hard to watch. I don't know if it's at the time of day when it's on or. Yeah, time of day is tough on that one for sure. I never, I mean, I love that course. It's incredible. The, you know, Hawaii is awesome, but. It's like, yeah, I never really watch it that much. I, I will give them some credit. The the drone footage that they had on some of the holes was awesome. Yeah, that was Following cool. the ball as it rolled down 17 with the clock, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Floating over the, the bay, overlooking the 11th green, mm-hmm. never seen that perspective from that drone angle before. Really cool. Um, having the drone uh, on on six or uh, fifteen, the par five, that you know, if you don't get up there, it drops way off. You, Cam Young put it off the green, you know, and have, look how far it went. And then having the drone down there and then rising up to show, I mean, really cool footage by by them. So mm-hmm. kudos to that. I, I hope we get to see that this week at the Sony as well. So I, I think they're really starting to find some unique new angles. I just would like to see the golf mean something. You know, a yeah. little bit, a little bit more. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a showcase. Like it was, I mean, <laughs> the Callaway team was on it, boy. As soon as Rom won, oh, yeah. it was paradigm. First time. Oh out. my <laughs> goodness. You know, and I thought it was hilarious because after the first round, he's like, I couldn't hit the ball today. What I hit three fairways. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, John, don't say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's Callaway stocks going, <laughs> you know, as he says that, but, um, I just wanted to mean, I just wanted to mean a little bit more than let's go out and shoot 30 under and see who has the best. Yeah. But I mean, but everybody's playing the same course. What do you mean you want it to mean more? It means 550 FedEx cup points. No, no. I want the, the goal, not, not the, the end results. I want the goal. I want the guys out there grinding, grinding and, and, and no, not quit it with the bonus. Right. It's their job. (laughs) It's their job. (laughs) Their job is to play golf. And I want the golf to be a little bit more challenging than 30 under. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Like, I, I love watching these guys grind it out because I love having to hit the tough shots. And I love watching these guys having to hit the tough shots. But I just feel like this is not the tournament for that. Like, that's U.S. Open. That's Memorial with the rough. I, I mean, I don't know. There's There's tournaments out there for it, but. I don't think this is one of those. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we've lost Jeremy. He'll be back. Okay. Come but on. I, I mean, Jim. you know, I mean, Cam, what did Cam Smith shoot last year when he won? He 20, 30, it was 30 33. Something. Yeah, it was a record. Yeah. And also, I have you listened to the No Laying Out podcast with uh, Rolf? No, not yet. He lives out there. So oh, he yeah. was saying that, you know, like, there's a a Kanai win and a trade win, and it was kind of built for the Kanai or Kanai win or something like that, whatever it is. And um, yeah, you have to have win on that course. It, tw- otherwise, two of the last twenty years, it was it was trade wins or Kanai wins or Kanai wins. 
So it's been playing differently than it was actually designed. And they've had to move the tee boxes back on 18 like five times. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is crazy. All right, it's that guy's back. Sorry about that. Oh, you got to leave, man. I just made a, a beautiful point that you could have backed up and I got nothing. <laughs> but there's like so much elevation out there that like the ball runs. So you're getting extra distance on everything. Like everybody's talking about these. Or, well, I saw these videos like 427 yard drive. Oh, yeah. Like they, I didn't, mean, I, they didn't carry I, it that far. It's because I had the, a mm -hmm, you know, 370 yard drive on 18. And I had so, a 540 I mean... yard drive on a simulator. <laughs> like, But it ran out. <laughs> 300 yards like that's one thing i did when i because the the back tees there i mean it's it's fucking long um and so on the 18th i'm like i said to the guy i was playing with i go hey let's go play the back tees and he's like all right let's do it you know and so we go back there and i mean it was it was a hike from the tees we were playing it is back there and uh so we played and yeah i, I hit like a 380 yard drive and uh hit a fairway wood after that and and then pitched up it was a pin high but left chipped it to you know three inches and tapped it for par and i was like i'm good <laughs> i made par on a damn near 700 yard par yeah. five but i was i was I mean, thinking about that like 18 at kapalua is 18 at sheep ranch completely different holes right but it is a very scorable hole Oh, absolutely. Both core Crenshaw. But if that wind is blowing, that course, that hole plays dramatically different. Oh, 100%. But if you hit it low with a stinger, it's still going to run out. Yeah. It you may know. not run out as far because it, I mean, you got to get it up to the right. But all those balls end up in the same spot. Mm -hmm. Same thing same, on 17. Basically the same shot every time into that hole. But that that's like. You know, I was thinking about it, like Sheep Ranch. I mean, it's, it's core Crenshaw. They want you to feel good about the ending around. And it was not designed for a PGA Tour player. It's designed for a resort guest to make them feel good about their round and leave wanting to come back because they scored a birdie on the 18th green. Yeah, but it's, it's not like that at Cabot Links. Cabot Links is a really tough par five. Um. Well, you're cliff. not going back anyway, so... Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> That's why you're not Tra going back. <laughs> Trails isn't an easy finishing hole. Yeah, but it's a par four, I mean... Yeah. I'm not saying every core Crenshaw design is, is that way, but I'm just saying it's kind of... I was thinking about it, and it, it fits the Sheep Ranch kind of vibe there. Although Sheep Ranch is probably 400 yards shorter. Yeah, just, just a little bit. <laughs> 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 how far is that elevation change from the t to the like the bottom of the fairway where they it's like 750 feet or something like crazy yeah it was um i think it's 300 well, no meters? i thought it was funny because it, no, no, it was like meters? 262 feet drop and because i thought it was funny that uh azinger was uh just really wrong with his math <laughs> it was well, from green to tea, it's like he was saying six hundred yard. It was it was funny. Yeah, green to tea, it's like it's a drop. Yards. Yeah, it's it's a drop. Yeah, uh, and mm. and seventeen is is just as dramatic. I mean, it's got. I mean, from the seventeen tee to the eighteen green, I mean that is you know double diamond. It's it's yeah. going down. That's one thing I don't like about Kapalua is seventeen and eighteen feels so similar to me. Um, 
Yeah, not when you're there though. The 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 T shot on eighteen is way different because on seventeen, you've got some really. It messes with your eye trees on the right hand side, and Jeremy, you would you would hate it because of your draw, because it just looks like you're going to hit it right into the trees. Um, I mean, they're far enough away that you don't, but it just looks it, it's very mm-hmm. intimidating. Um, and then the approach shot is way different because that green, there's no escape on that green. You can't be short. You can't. The only thing you can be is long right. If you're left short, you're just dead. Um, and the slope on that green is pretty crazy. So on TV, it may look the same. Um, I mean, you got a 560 yard par four that kind of tells you, you know, you're going to get some yardage off the tee. The, um, <clears throat> did you watch the no laying up video with Spieth and no, no, I haven't done that yet. It was pretty some, good. I, I got some, a list of things that I need to watch. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm almost I mean, done with the expanse. So, and they, yeah, they dove into it pretty good. And it was, it was cool to see them because obviously these players are coming in a little bit rusty. They haven't played in a while. So, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy to see how quickly they adapt and, you know, I think, I, I don't know what day they played with the no laying up guys, but you know, maybe it was like the Sunday before the Saturday before or something like that, but they seemed like a little bit rusty, which was really cool to see. And, and then they dial it in and then they're just right back into it. You know, Good it's crazy. Know. Jeremy, you being the uh, Titleist fanboy, what did you think of JT going to an old Scotty? I loved it. I'm not a big fan of the mallet he uses, but I, I thought it was cool. I love that putter. It was nice to see him rolling it well, too. Yeah. Yep. I wonder how long it'll stay in the bag. Uh, yeah, that's the... Well, I mean, he, I, what did he say? It, there's, technology hasn't changed in a putter, so as long as it feels good, mm-hmm. I'm going to game it. So, yeah. It's it'd true. It'd be nice to see it. it. It'd be cool to see some of that old stuff. Hey, With, Cobra has 3D printed putters. Technology's changed a little bit. Yeah, you know who else has 3D printed putters? National Customs. All their putters are 3D printed. Very nice. Yeah, so technology has changed. So JT is incorrect. Uh, well, I mean, technology in the making of a putter, know, but I'm not kidding. the... I'm okay, kidding. good. Thank God. I'm messing around. Uh, was there any surprises that you saw? Anything that uh, made you go, whoa? Other than JJ Spawn looking like a dad that lost his way? from the uh, other course out there with his shirt untucked and his brown khakis. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> he had a full button down untucked. I was like, this is amazing. On the coverage I did see, I didn't see a lot of whale spotting. No? Oh, I, I got some whale knowledge. I, I didn't know that they don't eat the whole time they're down there. That's, that's something <laughs> I learned. They're just, yeah, down there breeding. But uh, yeah, not, a, not, not as much as there has been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I really want to go, get out there and play one of these days. I know my buddy just moved out there last year and he's overseen some properties. So trying to finagle our way out there one of these days, but uh, definitely want to play some golf in Hawaii. That All is right, for so sure. What, 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 what is on your list of most wanted to play in Hawaii? Do you know a lot of the courses or no? No, I don't. Um, I know there's some good ones, but. Obviously, Kapalua. You want to you want to play a PGA Tour course, one hundred percent always. Um, Jeremy, I know you're a little bit more uh, refined in in Hawaiian 
culture. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to golf, you got a list of what you want to play? Poi Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the one that I was going to play and I just didn't end up doing it, the one in the mountains in uh, north of Honolulu, I can't even remember the name of it, but come on, I want to like in Jurassic Park golf course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see those videos the ones all the time. On, yeah, why why Country Club where they're playing this week has always been sort of an interest because it it almost looks like a muni. I mean, it's obviously a country club, but the layout just feels very muni to me. That, it that's looks very, very cool too. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like it's in super prime, you know, primo condition all the time, but. That's the one that it's high on my list. Um, I've played Waimea. I think it's on the south end of Maui. I played one there. I don't remember. There's three courses. I don't remember the name, but Kapalua I probably would be the one. Yeah. 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 I need to. I need to get some uh, Honolulu golf in. I played on Kauai and I played on Maui, but got to knock off a couple more. I want to go to. Did you uh, play? Princeville or Monakia? Yeah, Mackay. I played Mackay. Yeah, Princeville, okay. Mackay. Absolutely yeah. breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. That course was amazing. Those sunset views on that North Shore on, on Kauai are incredible. Yeah. Incredible. What sucked is we couldn't go... Uh, we couldn't venture very far on the North End because they had that when we were there, they had the crazy rain and it just like washed out a lot of the roads. So it was only locals that could, mm. it was all road blocked and they, you know, were making sure that you were local before you could drive any further. So we didn't get very far, but uh, man, beautiful country out there. Grief. All right, Joe, let's talk a little golf. Yeah. You had yourself a little, uh, little day on Saturday. Uh, decent. Yeah. You going to post that score? or? <clears throat> No, it's going to even out the other ones. I think I'm going to post it for you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you end up shooting? Uh, plus three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, any birdies? It, you did have a couple birdies. Just two. Not, not until the back. I mean, uh, I, I missed a couple for sure. Like I totally you, you had two really bad lip outs. That's true. Yeah. Two really bad lip outs. Really bad. Uh -huh. Like, ouch, that hurt. <laughs> Yeah, it was, and I think, I don't want to blame the greens at Chimera, but they were a oh, little bumpy. no, blame them. Mm -hmm. Blame <laughs> I'll, I'll them 100%. Blame them yeah, they were a little rough. Um, Any Anytime you put your ball down to to put it back so you can pull your marker, and it takes you 20 seconds to find a spot <laughs> where the ball's not rolling, yeah, it's the greens there, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, the greens were a little rough, that's for sure, but... um. I putted really well on them f for some damn reason. I don't know why, but I only had 28 putts, but that's because <clears> I missed a lot of greens. Yeah. I think I had one three putt and I was getting up and down, you know, I was just, I was a little more conscious of, or conscious of, you know, what my ball was doing, rolling out, um, no double boogies, which was good. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good day. It was, it's been a while since I, since I had a good round. So that, that was good to feel, but, I don't feel like I played my best one. Not at all. Not no. even, not even close to what I can do. I will say I, I told him as soon as he hit it, it was one of the, the best shots I've ever seen on 16. Uh, he was uh, short of the bunker on the right and the, 
the jailed trees were a little in play. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you would have pushed it a little bit, it would have been in trouble. Yeah. And what'd you hit that to? Five feet? Uh, four feet? Yeah, four feet, maybe. Yeah. Just unbelievable that shot. That was a hell of a shot for sure. Oh yeah. my God. It was beautiful. Yeah, a little high cut five iron from like 184. It was. I mean, it was high. Yeah. Like, damn, <laughs> it, it was cut. not that high. And it cut. Like, it wasn't like a slice, it was a sharp cut yeah a calculated cut it, it yeah. was be- it was beautiful as soon as morimoto it, on the whoa. on the fucking blades you know <laughs> morimoto out here cutting sashimi uh jeremy how'd you do because we, we didn't get a whole lot of time to chat afterwards yeah i let's see i shot one under on the front and then five over on the back i had two doubles Ooh. on the back man i had two bad drives the whole day and they were both on the back and they both required at least one drop on that hole. Oh, ouch, that hurts. So I hit it into bushes on 10 on, on the left and didn't find my ball. And then I hit it in the crap on the par f- number 15. I had to take two drops there. Mm. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a tale of two nines. But overall, I mean, I hit the ball so good. It's just a couple of little mistakes that cost me a lot. But it was fun. It was good to get out there. It's always fun to play. I was telling Scott, who I played with, who lives out there. He's a member there, or he has a membership there. It's like the course you play that's fun. It doesn't demand a lot. You can just hit the ball. Mm-hmm. It still has a challenge, but it's not a high-pressure course, which is not nice to play those occasionally. Yeah. I was um, talking to uh, my new sales manager at work, um, he's, he's a fairly new golfer. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't play a bunch. He, um, <clears throat> spends a lot of time at the range. He goes to the range all the time, but you know, he was asking me like, how'd your skins game go on Saturday? Cause I told him I was going and it's like, yeah, I want a little bit of money. One, two skins, whatever. And he's like, what'd you shoot? So I told him and <clears throat> it got me thinking like, really like for anybody that's like trying to score well, it's put the ball in play and then you got to putt like it's a lot of it is putting you have to sit you have to save those pars up and down it's when you blow it past the hole on your first putt like you got to watch that shit watch it roll past the hole see what it does so you know what it's going to do on the comebacker and it's it's you know i don't do that too often like i don't pay attention as much as i would like to but that's what it is. It's it's paying attention to your ball on the green and watching other people putt their ball on the green, watching how they strike the ball with their putter to make sure if they pushed it, pulled it, sliced it, you know, drew their putter, who knows, but <laughs> get the damn ball in, in the in play. Because for me, I haven't had like a non-double bogey round in quite a while, I don't think. And I didn't hit the driver very well, I don't think, but um manage your misses and you got to putt you have to fucking putt like and most of these people that go to practice they go to the range and they don't spend any time on the putter which i'm guilty of that too but it's like when i shot my best round at chimera the two under like that it was all putting i was just feeling my putter Mm -hmm. and that's why i told him i was like stop spending so much damn time hitting your six iron (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> like you gotta go to the putting green. You gotta figure that shit out. Yeah, my my downfall was my chipping. I had I had just 
really good opportunities. Pin high, not far off the green. Um, I was working on a new new approach with the wedges, trying to uh, get rid of my pull with the wedges. Worked out a little bit. Um, I was a lot, my misses were way tighter. I was, you know, around the green chipping. I just didn't have a good chipping day. Um, left probably four or five shots out there off off bad chips that needed to make the putt that I shouldn't have had a must, you know, you have to make this because it's going to, you know, affect your score, obviously, but versus the, the tap ends that are, you know, no brainers. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun day out there though. The, the weather's, I was wearing shorts. I, you know, I, I planned accordingly this time. I didn't layer up in, in winter gear. I, uh, I put on some shorts. I put on some, some comfortable pants over them and, uh, had a t-shirt and a hoodie, this, you know, uh, FN three P hoodie. Um, which you get a discount if you use Chasing Daylight Code. Check the show notes for that. Um, and after like five holes, I was like, these are coming off. And it was so nice out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was for, for January, sure a nice day. Yeah. Oh, Can't it. I mean, every time we would drive the cart, I would get cold. But other than that, it was great. Yeah, it was nice. Had the Ghost Tree hoodie on. God, Ghost Tree hoodie, hoodie is it's so one good. of the sickest hoodies I've ever seen. It's so good. Love it. Uh, I did talk to Scott and said, you got our hats? He's like, yes. So Ooh. that will hand deliver. Ooh. So. Yes. Shout out the Scotty yeah. D. Scotty D, our, our buddy that's a caddy up at Bandon, is uh, taking his talents on the road to Las Vegas. Uh, he's got some gig- world tour. <laughs> he's got some gigs lined up here. Going to try and land something a little bit permanent before he heads back up to Bandon later on in the year. Um not a fan of the cold, so he's he's coming where it's a little bit warmer. And uh, cool. so go he's barefoot like, with the Converse skins. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, uh, he goes, hey, on paper, I'm a 15, so I can fucking take some money from you fools. <laughs> 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 so it'll be fun to get in some golf with him when he gets down here. Um. Oh, yeah, I painted a post today. Did you guys see it? Did you see my post? About the big business of golf. I saw it. Did you see it, Jeremy? So did you order new clubs or you're just going back oh, to yeah. what you had? That post. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. my question too. Mm. So he's got new clubs coming. All right. <laughs> yeah. New clubs. I, are you getting new shafts? No, 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 throw no. Recoils? I'm, I'm very happy with UST Mamiya. I love the recoil shafts. I think they're really good for me. Um, changed my ball position a little bit and I'm getting a little bit of higher ball flight. I mean, I think Jeremy, you said at Boulder Creek, I was hitting it really low. Um, so I made a little adjustment on that. Um, it's helped getting the ball up a little bit better. Um, but I, I'm really frustrated with big golf. Let me ask you a question okay. before you get into that. So, and this is not me questioning your motives because I really don't care, but <laughs> it's a subtle are art, you, Jeremy. It's a subtle art. <laughs> are you uh, are you switching brands because of your post, like what you talked about in your post, or yeah. are you looking for something else? No, I, I am. I have no beef with the Srixon irons whatsoever. I don't. I think they're a great club. Anybody that's looking for an iron, the the ZX5, ZX7, great irons, no doubt about it whatsoever. 
what I'm uh, I'm upset about and what's bothering me is, and uh, Custom Clubs is the one who started this thought in my brainwaves when he was talking about ways to make your life better this year. And he was like, unfollow big accounts. Don't engage with accounts that don't engage with you. If someone engages with you, engage with them back. And, you know, I, I think I'm pretty damn good at when people reach out and ask questions or, you know, uh, have thoughts or want to share anything that I, I engage with them unless like Bradley saying, it's a dumb 13 year old kid that wants free shit. Um, but I just, it, it, it's bothersome to me. And, and he made a great point on that post when he said, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of accounts that are out there giving them free press on a daily basis and they don't give a shit. You know, it's, they're making $600 on a, you know, $4 head from Japan and, or China. And, uh, they just don't care. And I'm like, yeah, it's true. And so I had made a couple posts. Um, cause I've been getting all the press releases for all the new Strixon stuff that's coming out and the engagement on it was shit. Nobody that's following me cares about it. So, okay, fine. But they didn't even care about it. They not even a like, I mean, you're tagged in the post, you're tagged as a tag. You can't even just double tap on it. And I'm sure they're probably getting hundreds of thousands of comments and likes and tags and i get it but you're you're a big brand you know you're a big Mm -hmm. brand and uh i was like okay you know what um yeah i i'm not i'm not somebody that has a hundred thousand followers or millions of youtube views um but you know i i am supporting their their brand i paid for my irons i'm not this shit isn't given to me for free you know, a lot so. of stuff in the past I have gotten for free, but it's just, you know, it, it bothers me that they can't just like a post. So shout out Rob Chapman. I mean, two weeks in and the mayor of Cha- uh, Tinkertown <laughs> is back. Hey, the mayor of Tinkertown um, never left. The mayor of Tinkertown never left. <laughs> so let me, let me just ask you this, okay. right? So, so you go buy ribeyes at Albertsons, right? Is that where you buy your ribeyes? Yes. So if you were to post a picture of you grilling your ribeye from Albertsons and you posted a picture of it. Not the same. Okay. So if I posted a picture of a Big Mac and tagged McDonald's, because that's big, that's big fast food. I mean, well, McDonald's, do I need to go to, about a, a, do I need to the, go to Roberto's and post a picture of my bean and cheese to get a, to get a like? I don't, hey, I mean, anytime, anytime I post something about rebellion, do you know what I get? A like and a thanks for posting. Well, that's and that's that's great. I mean, but it also comes down to play what you need to play. Like, and who cares who likes what you play? But it, it, I understand that, and I and I can totally justify. I believe what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with what you just said. I, I won't and, and I'm totally, I'm totally down for family business, small business, like 100. percent Always looking for the cool brands that are up and coming. 100. percent But you know, sometimes they don't got it. And if they do, great. And if it fits me, then I'm down with it. Yeah, I just, I, I think as much as we're out there and as much as we talk golf and as much as we, you know, showcase our gear when we do. Um, I mean, we are the would, Joe Rogan of golf podcasts. Absolutely. So fucking right? like the post. 
I mean, it was good, good or chasing daylight. It was good, good or chasing daylight. I yeah, mean, they should be sending us drivers. Obviously, Callaway, you know, landed the dart landed on on good, good for them and not us. So I get it. No, I just, I just think that if I'm going to, I mean, I, I'm dedicating a portion of my life to this game, to the, to the blog, to the Breakfast Ball brand, to the Chasing Daylight podcast, and I want to support the brands that are willing to show appreciation for us repping their stuff, you know, um, not asking for handouts, not asking for free shit. I, you know, I, I don't mind paying for stuff. I just, if I'm going to pay for it and there's an opportunity for a brand that is going to support me in my endeavor to play their gear or a brand that could give two shits if I play their gear, I'm going to, the needle's going to sway a little bit more yeah, towards 100%, yeah, the brand that is like, Hey, we appreciate you. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so that's why. That's why I have the relationship with True Links, you know, because they have dialogue. UST Mamiya, they have dialogue. Lampkin, Garson, you know, um, Odin right now with the golf balls. I mean, these people, there's some amazing brands out there that actually give a shit about what you're doing with their product. Yeah, but when you get to a certain point, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't contain that. Like you can't, I mean, you can't just keep doing that. It's, it's very difficult. I mean, who knows? You could have been one, one of five people that day that posted and tagged oh, them. Absolutely. And if, and if you were, then fuck them for sure. 100%. But if you were one of 2,500, then, you know, you got to give them a break on that. And I, I totally appreciate custom clubs comments. Like 100%, like I, I'm totally down with that. And that's 100% my vibe. And, um, you know, some golf influencers just like, like, uh, Roger Steele, like I'll still hit him up. Like he won't engage in a conversation with me, but he'll, he'll recognize me, which I 100% appreciate. Like I'll be toasted off of some bourbon and I'll say like, damn, you lost your wallet in LA. Like go hit up this guy. I know him. He'd be like 100, you know, like just some sort of engagement is is incredible and it does wonders for your uh your base of customers or fan base or whatever it is because it makes them feel engaged and i totally agree that a lot of these companies need to start doing that more and maybe they need to just boost up their social media um team or whatever it is but but and what what i said in that post too i, I think it's this new era of the golf business where these companies don't have to do anything anymore. No, they, they don't. They, yeah, they don't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's just, and, and I, that's where I've seen the change because, you know, a couple of years ago. I mean, my Mexican, my Mexican homie from growing up, like that I used to rap with, went out and played Desert Willow for the first time. Like first time ever playing golf this past weekend. Like never in my entire life would I have imagined him, Louie, playing golf. You know, and he's like, I got to find a set of clubs. Like, what do I do? What, where do I go? How long does it typically take for a round? We played in four hours at Desert Willow. I'm like, it's too long. You got to slow it down. Like, go earlier. This, that, you know. So, and it's like, it's growing in, incredibly drastically, like, at a quick pace. And that's going to slow down at some point. But see, but the it's the, huge right now. The engagement golf is huge. The, the engagement from the bigger brands four years ago was way better. That's was true, way, yeah. was yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. They, they cared a little bit more. And it's like, now you just have this influx of golfers and they're just being bombarded with 
money. You know, people are just paying ass out the just so much money coming in and they don't have to do anything. And it's, I think it's just kind of taken away from that engagement. Well, yeah. I mean, so what, what these brands need to do is create a, and you're correct in that they need to create a relationship with their consumer because otherwise they're not going to be able to sustain the relationship that makes them want to buy a club. Like I used to be huge on Callaway. Like I could care less about Callaway anymore. You know, like what do you, what driver are you playing right now? I'm playing a Callaway, okay, but sure, sure, right. what I'm saying is, is I used to be really big on like only Callaway in my bag. That's it, you know, and it's as these consumers get more educated in the game, they're going to find out other brands that are going to make them sway from what their, you know, what their favorite player plays, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be different. It's, but it's they're, else they're money think- grabbing right now, 100%. They are, but when they get educated on the game and on equipment, because a lot of people aren't educated on equipment like our, like us, you know, like they don't know that shafts are different or you can have like BB and FCO ferals and they're, they're the only ones really. But what I'm saying is, is as these newcomers get more educated, they're going to, their bags are going to get more, you know, spread out across different brands. And if they want to keep these cons- new consumers, they're going to have to engage with them. So, and, and it's on them. Like they're going to, they're going to well, fail at some point if they're doing I think what, what, is, what they're doing. Something that has changed too is how social media has changed. Um, you know, four or five years ago, Instagram and Facebook, th- that was it. And those at that time, the video format wasn't a big thing. Um, it was, it, it was engagement. It was, you post a picture to get people's reaction to start a conversation. And the conversation took place in the comments. Now there's no conversation. It's you seeing a video, you watching the video and you going, Oh wow, that's cool. Liking it or sharing it with your friends. There there's no, I mean, you look at all the videos that I I have shared uh, on my feed to people in the last couple of weeks. I had zero engagement on those people's posts. I just liked it and thought this person would like it. So I shared it with them and it it's completely changed the way businesses and brands are interacting with their potential customers because it, it's no longer stimulation through imagery for conversation. Now it, we, it's videos, just it's videos, videos, reels, reels, shorts. And, and that's where all the information, you know, if, if you're not happy with what that video was, watch our next video because we'll have something in that one, you know, and, and this, the search for content and information is now it's video is dominating everything. And I'm really, wondering if the conversation and the dialogue would will ever come back the way social media is structured right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably deleting TikTok tonight. I I'm just, I, I don't go on it as much as I used to. I thought it was great to start. It's hot take. Hot, hot take. take. It's I'm tired of going, come? I'm going to, like, it's, it's the same thing. It's this, no, it's, it's all along the lines of the same thing. It, it's I, the, there's no content interaction. It's, it's, Hey, look at my tits. Hey, look at the, you know, it's, it's fucking nonsense. You don't want to learn how to invest into crypto or anything like that. Oh God. I mean, if I could just have menu, like recipes that like are good, that you could actually make, not this fake shit that's out there. I would be all over 
recipe TikTok, but God damn it. I'm watching one. I'll have to share this video with you that I, and I, I <laughs> screenshot it because I was like, what the fuck is this that just popped up on my feet? It was just some crazy was sex it like, shit that was like, what the, there's kids on this platform. What the hell is this? Um, I'm sure there's like 12, you're doing your laundry wrong. Here's 12 life hacks for doing your <laughs> yeah. laundry. It's like, you don't want to learn about the asterisk at Costco to make sure you know it's going out of oh, discount. It's going, on, it's, it's going on. leaving soon. Yeah, it's leaving soon. <laughs> oh, it. Here's the thing. I the, think it, you know, working for a big company like I'm not. We're not a huge company, but it's it's all data. It's it's we are we're zeros, ones, and you know we're numbers. We're yep. we're data. We're not anything major. Like and. If you can create a human connection with somebody that of course is going to take you further and it's going to make you develop a relationship where you want to engage with that customer or client or brand in the future. But we're all numbers in everything. We are a number on TikTok. We are a number on Instagram. We are we're just people. We're dots. We're dots in the sphere of the globe. Shout out my cousin because we're all dots. This this dot is going to start playing equipment <laughs> from brands that i love a little bit more this guy's gonna start playing yeah. goodwill clubs soon goodwill no, no. links with that. the fucking fat pack blade black cat black cat <laughs> good jeremy uh, it sounded like you were gonna say something i'm sorry i cut you off i think yeah i no i mean not a lot to add to that and i just feel like some companies are it's just a post and that's it. They, they don't care about anything else. I mean, Tidelist is like you read through comments of some of these and it's like 50% bots, 25% uh, people just bitching about something that has nothing to do with the post. And then you have a few people in there that are just like, I love my Tidelist irons or they ask a question. There's never, they never reply. Uh, one brand that does reply all the time is Ping. And you post a picture and they will, they'll, yep. I've seen them repost them. I've seen them comment on even like a post I made, you know, a bag, you know, what's in the bag or something. They post, they commented on my picture that I tagged them in. But most, I feel like they just don't care. It's, it's just getting it out there. It's for people to see it. They don't care. You know, they're not about the, the, the comments and following up with people. It's just getting it in front of as many eyes as possible. Yeah, yeah, and in these big brands, they they know that they are always going to be here. They're not worried about us. Hmm. They're not. That's true. They're always going to be here. I mean, it's actually surprising about Strixon slash Cleveland because they're Dunlop compared Zixio. to the other companies. They're tiny. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, I mean, Dunlop chair for sure. They, they, they now they're all under the Dunlop umbrella. It's Dunlop Sports that is Zexio, um, mm. Cleveland, Strixon, and uh, what's the other? Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it just, I just think they, they have a different agenda now, you know, and I mean, they're a necessary evil. Of course. Yeah, of course. I, I don't know. It just, it just rubbed me wrong. Just, I, and I don't know why. I, I don't know why. You know, I shared a picture of my Big Mac about five hours ago. Let me see if McDonald's liked my post. <laughs> what a dick! Did you really? <laughs> no. no. No, Joe wouldn't eat no Big Mac. 
say. I don't think I've ever talked to Joe about McDonald's. Actually, you, you did guys last did week. last week. You were talking about your. You <laughs> had to download the app in the whole. That's true. That's, that's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> it, it, Jeremy's all interested in McDonald's nowadays. Yeah, actually, I had to leave. Seven Zane going like we need McDonald's. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! They need to bring back those uh, metal fucking cage playground things. Remember the Hamburglar? Yep. Dude, yeah. do you remember the huge McDonald's park that was on Maryland Parkway and Twain? Yeah, that's where I, my grandma used to take me there all the time. Yeah, it was huge. It was like yeah, a, they had the uh, metal fucking hamburger. Like, oh you yeah, climb up and you were in jail and shit. Yep. Yeah, yep. Is there a McDonald's there still? No. Yes, there is. Is there? Yeah. Um, did you say Maryland and Twain? Yeah. yeah it was like Maryland okay. and Twain, it's, but it's like been remodeled. Back. Like it's nicer. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's but it, it was like a block though. It was like a oh, city block, yeah, and the yeah. park was. You had the McDonald's, the parking lot, and then. You know what would be the equivalent of force? Uh, yeah, there used uh, to be a Walden Books across the street. I used to go get my goosebumps over there. <laughs> Scary stories, yeah. baby. Parkway movie yeah. theater, man. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, Joe, you want to get the odds ready? Um, uh, I can. Yeah. Yeah, we got a golf tournament, a PGA Tour golf tournament. Hey, uh, so with our one and done with birdies and bourbon, I thought it was just we were making a pick, they were making a pick, but it's uh, all of us. So there's five of us that are making picks. Um, I thought I took Seamus, but um, I guess I didn't. I took so Seth Strong. Three which, on two or what? I, I don't know how we're going to figure it out, but we'll we'll just, I mean, advantage us, right? Except that I Cal so, yeah. picked John Rom. So I know. What a pick by Cal. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out birdies, birdies and bourbon. Burb, bur, what? Burboos and who? I said burgers and birdies. Burgers, burgers, burgers and, and birdies. What? <laughs> burgers and birdies. Big Macs tell you and where the bourbon. Hottest, the hottest <laughs> cheeseburger is near the closest golf course. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the bring. Oh, McDonald's like my post. <laughs> All right, futures. Here we go. Sony Open. Uh, Tom Kim is your favorite at eleven to one. Sungjae fourteen to one, along with Jordan Spieth, uh, Matsuyama, Brian Harmon sixteen to one, <clears throat> Tom Hoagie twenty to one, Russell Henley, Corey Connors twenty two to one, uh, Taylor Montgomery, Billy Horschel twenty eight to one, Cameron Davis, JJ Spawn thirty to one, Matt McNeely thirty three to one, Keith Mitchell, Kyung uh, Hoon Lee. Siwoo Kim, 35 to 1. Adam Scott, uh, 40 to 1. Mazayden Hoot, uh, Danny McCarthy, Alex Smalley, 45 to 1. Along with Harris English. You can go to the bottom. Let's see at the bottom. A lot of people. Blaze Akana. Paul Haley II is 350 to 1. Is that the bottom? Harry Hall, 275 to 1. Yeah, Harry and Taylor. Harry is always people. down there, man. Until he no does respect. something not at TPC Summerlin. I feel like he's going to break out at some point. Oh, man, he I hope to. so. I hope so. I mean, uh, his he's he's great length off the tee, but last year he, he did not drive the ball well. As far as, you know, statistics-wise, um, he was off the fairway a lot. So hopefully the paradigm get him in the fairway a little bit more. I mean the wind blow wind can blow out there, but yeah, this is another course that it's it's designed for the wind. 
absolutely 100 percent super flat i mean yeah mm-hmm. okay so before we get to our picks uh last week uh winner was john rom uh with the moriara or morikawa flop uh i had seamus powers he finished 25th uh Joe had Cameron Young. He finished 13th, which he really came back. He had a hell of a Sunday. That he did. And uh, Jeremy was the big winner. Uh, Mr. Finau finished 7th. So, Jeremy, you have the picks this week. I'll tell you, Data Golf has Sung J.M. as the favorite. Mm. I'm going to go... Man, this is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna go Mr. Hoagie. Ooh, I was thinking about that one. Do you know why I would? What's his odds, Joe? Twenty to one. Twenty to one. Do you know why I wouldn't take him? Because hmm. he flew Cause he this plays morning. Ping, big brand. No, <laughs> shut up. Because he flew to California this morning to watch TCU get their asses annihilated. Ooh. Because he's a TCU grad, so. Um, that flight back to Hawaii, gonna be a rough one. He's not gonna remember it. Okay, Joe, you're up next. Shit, I don't even know. Um, let's go with I'm gonna take Emiliano Grillo 50 to 1. Grillo 50 to 1. Yep. Wow. 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 Because I was on the um, spot. This is somebody I love taking in Hawaii because uh, he plays there well. I'm going to go with uh, Russell Henley. I was thinking about that one. Where did he go? 22 to 1. 22? Yep. Hey. All right. So that's our. Nice to see Zach Blair out there. Making a return finally. Yeah, it seems he's like. healthy now, right? Yeah. Supposedly. He's played well there before, but he's not even in the odds. No. He's in the field. Let's see where Data Data Golf has Mr. Blair at. They have him at fifty four percent to make the cut, three point two percent to win. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't see Zach. Who, you, who are you Zach. throwing money on, Joe? Uh, undecided currently, but um, Russell Henley looks like a good one to me. Uh, Hoagie looks like a good one to me. We'll see. We'll see. I had one other note here. Where the heck did it go? Uh, I talked last week that we are we have a, a local meteorologist that is. Um, going to be doing some little uh, weather report, weekend weather reports for us. Uh, Matt Gontarek is uh, a, a local uh, TV weatherman, and we recorded our first uh, Chasing Daylight weekend forecast. But um, we have to clear one little hurdle before we can play these. So next week, we're going to have Matt with his segment, uh, giving you guys the uh, Chasing Daylight weekend golf forecast, letting you know what day he's going to recommend will be the best day for you to get out. So look forward to that. Um, before, let's see, what, Joe? Cyrus is in the chat. 
Oh, I mean, I didn't I, even see I, that. Yeah, you're not Holy in the chat. Holy shit. Yeah, there's Good a lot Lord. of shit going on. Good Lord, why didn't you tell me this? Not that mm. I can read it right now. But Cyrus being the Chinese-Canadian uh, that he is, <laughs> <laughs> wow. is asking about NFL playoffs. <laughs> oh. Oh. Who you guys like to go all the way? We're now Man. yes. We we should be we should be brought on by ESPN. Uh, no. You well, Joe, you're such the huge football fan. <laughs> why, why don't you Why don't you go first, and I'll I'll try to catch up on some of this. Well, so I'm I I was a big football person years ago before we got the Knights. Now I'm all about hockey because we are a hockey town, 100. Shout out the VGK Fan Fest the other day. Yes, uh, a lot of people showed up uh raiders i want to see them win not a big not really like into it into it but like totally root for them but um i'm well, going long shot that's why you said shout out rob chapman okay yeah I'm, I'm i'm catching get up. in the game bro get in the game get in the nfl playoffs <laughs> uh but i'm going chargers i gotta go with my my beloved san diego first game i ever went to as a kid Tony Gwynn at Qualcomm while well, Jack Murphy back in the day, but I'm going Chargers. I gotta go Chargers. Chargers, huh? Yeah, that's uh that's where the heart is. I would love to see the Raiders because it's they're now our team, I guess, but I'm a Chargers fan. Well, I think something that and Cyrus, you can attest to this because uh you were at the game. Um and the way even... up, way up in the stands. Mind oh, yeah, you. like five rows. <laughs> Good God. <sighs> Need to get Petrangelo best, on best the friends podcast. with Petrangelo and hanging out in the third Gucci row <laughs> at Allegiant. Um, hey, I did hear I did hear an interview where Braid McNabb listens to certain golf podcasts. Hey. So I'm curious to see if one of them is ours. Yeah, they they well, I mean he should. So if you know Braid McNabb or if you know Petrangelo, you probably know McNabb. Tell him. Listen and have them jump on. <laughs> um, so the the Raiders are are catching some shit for this being such a opponent friendly stadium, um, with all the people yeah. in attendance wearing red for the last couple games, um, and apparently uh, Mark Davis is embarrassed about it, and uh, I hey you know you put a better product on the field the fans are going to want to come watch their team. You're out of the playoffs and you bump the game to a Saturday flex the week before. Uh, yeah. People are going to be like, fuck that. I'm selling my tickets. I can get way more for them. So um, don't, 100%. don't, don't make it so easy to sell the tickets and get people, uh, you know, uh, give them something to come in and root for. Um, you know, you, you guys made a financial decision to bench Derek Carr. Um, I don't think he is the quarterback of the future by any means, but the dude has been a, a Raider. I mean, a Raider. He's worn the shield proudly and all the turmoil and bullshit with the Gruden, uh, you know, scandal. And then the, the player that got the DUI that killed somebody and the releases and the firings. And I mean, he was there and put the blunt of all that, the brunt of all that on his shoulders. And I mean, he's very religious. That's not my jam, but he is a damn good human being. And I think they treated him wrong in that aspect. 
Um, and you know what? I think a lot of the people think the same thing and they're like, fuck it, I'm not going. Um, why should I get behind you when you're not getting behind your own? And uh, I can make a lot of money <laughs> right after welcome, the holidays. Welcome to C-SPAN. Yeah. <laughs> Just so. Vegas is uh, Vegas my, is a super transient city. Like people, mm -hmm. everybody probably from other teams are looking at their schedules and saying, "Like, when does my team play the Raiders in Las Vegas?" Because oh, I'm going. Cyrus, and they circle it. Oh yeah, it's a vacation. I mean, exactly. You're gonna go if you're gonna go on a road trip to watch your team play, and Vegas is on there. Are you gonna go? Nah, let's go to Buffalo. Yeah, if you're going to go to a game, like you're no. going to go to Vegas 100%. And Absolutely. Uh, Rob Chapman can eat some, what is that? Oh, some green beans, some spinach. VGK all day, illest ever, born and bred out of the desert. It, it's the only team that we have here that is bred from the desert. Like it was born here. Raiders will never be what VGK is, never. Nope. And it and it and it laid out so perfectly the way uh the tragic events at Mandalay Bay and that whole thing. It was with Derek England giving that speech and everything. Like it'll never be anything compared to whether yeah, we so get a basketball team, baseball team, whatever. VGK is bred from the soil of this city. So screw whatever team you root for. All right, so my pick, uh, I think San Francisco is going to come out of the uh, NFC and Buffalo is going to come out of the East with what happened uh, with Hamlin and that tragic. I mean, that that happened right before we got recording last week, so we didn't talk much about it. But holy crap, was that just an unbelievable thing that took place on the field. Um, and then they come out, you know, uh, and have the kickoff return for a touchdown on the first play after their teammate almost died the last time they were on the field. Mm -hmm. uh, they have everything going in their direction to make a run. So, um, yeah, I got uh, the Niners and the Bills in the Super Bowl with the Bills winning. That's that. Cy so Cyrus. I see it. I see yeah. it. Cyrus, always stern controversy. Here we go. I'll answer it with this. I'll answer it with this, Cyrus. <laughs> wait, wait. It's it's live. So wait, 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 wait. I think there's one more because there's. There we go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hot take real quick. Ooh. Yeah, go, 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 James. I'm gonna start watching live more. I I really feel like I'm going to because I miss watching some of those players. I, I watched, let's see, last year I watched the first tournament quite like pretty much the whole thing because I was just totally fascinated in what they were doing. And then I didn't watch anything after that. But this time I'm, I sort of want to check it out. It's not going to change my, maybe it'll change my opinion, but for me, I don't know. It's, I'm starting to think that golf is golf and, you know, it's for our entertainment. So maybe I'll start watching it. I might not be a huge live fan, but I definitely miss watching DJ Brooks and some of the other guys. I Ian Poulter, just kidding. Totally respect their talents and they're amazing yeah. golfers. And my whole beef from the beginning has been how they shit on the PGA. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And and if they would have never done that, I, I wouldn't care. I just I you know, the 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 tour gave you everything that you have right now. Just show a little respect. That's all. 
and just say, hey, I'm going for the money. That's all you got to do. All you got to do. I think that there's going to be uh, there's going to be some stuff. They're going to start to come together. I really think that's going to happen yeah, eventually. I, I Maybe do. not. It might not be this year, but it'll be years. In, in it's going to be. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear my hot take? Mm-hmm. 2023 is going to be a tumultuous, tumultuous year for Liv. And I don't know if they'll have a 2024 schedule. Hmm. I heard I heard a hot take from somebody on on the Twitter that said if uh, the commissioner for the PGA came out right now and said, "Okay, I'll grant you guys amnesty. You want to come back? One chance right now. All is washed. You're guaranteed for the 2024 season. You can play this year, but you can't get FedEx Cup points. You can come back." Um, he that person thought it would just crush live because all those guys would, you know, rather play against this tour and this field and these places than uh, the sideshow that is live right now. Yeah, I mean, to answer to answer uh, Cyrus's question, like one hundred percent, I would sell out because we need a bigger house because we got a baby on the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I am not somebody that made $20 million last year and is looking for a $200 million paycheck. You know, uh, I don't work. My wife does. Uh, we have two kids that are going to be in college here soon. Uh, yeah. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Like, but I wouldn't I, come out and go, Oh, would, you know what? Uh, it'd the, be difficult to our, like talk our, shit about PGA. That's the thing is like, I am a man of, uh, you know, history, uh, passion, if you will, and to bad talk something that has bred the way of a game that I thoroughly enjoy and love, that would be difficult. But if, if we were to only have to talk about live, then they would have to start doing a lot more tournaments so we could talk about them every week because... Sometimes it's hard enough filling in a week weekly podcast on itself. So yeah, um, but yeah, I would take the paycheck one hundred percent because we definitely need a bigger house. <laughs> yeah, they would definitely live. Would definitely need to um, respond to Matt's comments and and when he tags him in posts and things. That's that would have to happen in yeah. order for that deal to work. They, they would have to go. Thank you, Matt. We really appreciate that post. Yeah, and and Cyrus said. Uh, Norman's going to be out before the U.S. Open, which I think Norman's been on his way out. Yeah, already. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I think he's gone at some point. Who do you think would replace Norman? Do you think Phil will stop playing and he'll be the face of Liv? Potentially. I mean, he's the face of Liv, but. Well, I heard they reached out to the CEO of TaylorMade. Yeah, he turned it down, though, I heard. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, you know what else that I heard? Hmm. More rumor, more rumorville. Oh, wait, what? Um, that uh, Patrick Cantley, um, the reason he's not a Titleist guy right now and no sponsor and just going for agent route is because um, the negotiations with TaylorMade broke down because he demanded too much money. Hmm. He probably didn't smile in the meeting either. I said, it's probably because they're like, look, uh, you're going to have to wear a colorful Adidas shirt. And he's like, no, you're I gonna only have to wear smile black. once a day. 
Can you do that? Actually, please don't. He's like, nope. <laughs> I don't do that. Matt, you, you, I mean, let him know you've, you're going to have some Strix on irons for sale here pretty soon. Very soon. Very soon. Um, I, I have a set of uh, Dynamic Gold S300s um, <laughs> that are uh, have not been touched. Um, are they pured, though? No, no. But yeah, I'll pure them. Yeah, all I got to do is rub them. There, they're pure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have some nice lambkin grips on them, and uh, it'll be a, a you know a four through. Uh, they're they're two degrees uh, uh, short, so uh, you know lie angles down a little because I'm, I'm two short. inches short. Yeah. <laughs> two inches short. No, 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 two degrees <laughs> flat. They're two degrees flat. So oh <laughs> yeah so. yeah it's going to be interesting look for that on club year. traders really soon. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see this year. I mean, I think they're going to go hard this year and, and try and um, see what's possible, you know. Don't see it happen. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think it ever, ever overtakes PGA. No, I think they they had all their cards in one basket. And with the official world golf rankings going. No chance in hell, guys. Well, the, what it wasn't there like a Mexico uh, yeah, tour. That's that's one thing. That's not them. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's gonna. They gotta have a qualifying thing. It, they have it, to have it's, qualifying. Yeah, it's it's just not gonna happen. They they took a risk. They threw a lot of money. I think into they're the gonna pot. do everything they can to get those world ranking points. Yeah, and they're gonna have qualifying mm -hmm. at some point. And Jeremy's gonna get in one, and he's gonna play in the tournament. I'm going to caddy for him, and we're going to make millions. <laughs> I'll, I'll be your liaison. <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys, let's wrap it up. Joe, send us home. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to Oh, this. wait, no, I got one more thing. Oh. oh. Sorry. Thanks for not tuning in to Almost. the Almost. I forgot Almost about this. Tuning since we're on, in. Since we're going to be on YouTube now, I want to showcase some of the things that we're going to be at the giveaway at Five Iron Golf for the uh, VGN new members, and welcome to the 2023 party. So if you're one of those, uh, we got a Vegas Golf Network mug we're going to be giving away. We got, uh, got a uh, VGN t-shirt. This one, this, I might keep this one because this one's pretty awesome. The uh, Vegas Golden Knight font, uh, Vegas Golf Network. have the hoodie. With the VGN on it. That. Got another hoodie with the big logo. Boom. Got a beanie. Vegas Golf Network beanie. So that's some of the stuff we're going to be giving away. Also, Travis Matthews. Uh, Travis Matthew has, we're going to have some Quater hats. Uh, Beds is putting together a backpack and a, uh, some shoes and maybe a head-to-toe outfit for the closest to the pin winner. That we're gonna have. We've got a BGT shaft. We're gonna be giving away um, some FN three P stuff. One of these hoodies, some hats, uh, all kinds of good stuff coming up. So if you're in the VGN and you're new to the league, make sure to put that on your calendar and come hang out with us at Five Iron Golf that night. Okay, business done, Joe. Take it home. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to the Jason yeah. podcast. Lost all my energy. No, thanks for tuning in once again. This one was filled with a lot of heated conversation, which we hot takes. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So nine uh, days no alcohol. PGA Tour is underway. Uh, what do we got? Wiley next, and we got a bunch of other shit coming our way. 
Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get Carolina Pines next week. Uh, had the kiddo on my own this week, so we couldn't do it. But um, me, Dan, Trey, and Juju Lian are going to Tobacco Road next week. Mid Pines, Southern Pines, in North Carolina. I cannot wait to hit the, the sand forecast. Hills. I think it's 43 is the high on Wednesday. Beautiful. Be beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, we're going to play some <laughs> golf in the pines and I cannot wait for that. And, uh, Oh, one other thing. T- wait, one, one last thing. I forgot about this. Uh, uh, Thursday. Why don't you just end it? Why don't you just end so, it? Okay. I'll end it. Uh, Thursday we are <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. We're interviewing one of the guys from Odin golf and that will go out on Friday. So you've heard me talking a lot about, uh, where's that? Them up there. Yeah. Um, with the golf balls, uh, they're one of the VGN sponsors this year, so going to be interesting to chat with them and find out all kinds of stuff about the golf ball manufacturer. That's it. I promise. Are you sure? Are you hundred uh, percent sure on that look, one? I, I'm so sure. I will mute. I will mute my mic. All right, Chasing Daylight Podcast, Monday, January 9th. This one's over. Keep getting interrupted. So let's just say sayonara. Peace. Later. Later.